We are rocking and rolling in to minute 23. Welcome back to You've Got a Minute, a minute-by-minute review recap podcast of the 1998 global phenomenon. Global. Intergalactic hit. As seen in the first seconds of the movie when we're zooming in from the universe, people from all over are coming to see what Tom Hanks is up to. In You've Got Mail. I'm Eli. I'm Cheyenne. And this is Minute 22 going into Minute 23? It is. Very exciting. We, we are still with evil stepmother Jillian, Nanny Maureen, mm-hmm. Annabelle and Matthew, Joe's uh, aunt and brother. They're on the boat. and They're on the dock. They're on the dock. There's a boat in a view. Boat. If you were ever questioning how rich is Joe Fox, he's got a boat. So it's clear, you know, dear listeners, I have a confession to make. Eli didn't want me to do this, but I do have to make a retraction. I done goofed. The classic F-O-X line of dialogue actually happens in this minute. I tried to tell her that, you know, and as the expert on You've Got Mail, she Oh, jeez. <laughs> so the last minute, yeah, it does. It ends with the words, never marry a man who lies. And then we get the cackle uh, in the beginning of this minute and Annabelle saying, you know, top Matt spells name. Matt says F-O-X. And then the conversation with uh, with Jillian and Nanny Maureen rap- kind of wraps up with Joe telling Nanny Maureen, I've got this. I can handle the kids. You get the day off. And he looks at Jillian and kind of makes a, a dig at her. Excellent. You know, I've got this covered. You can have the day off. And I'm sure you must be late for something. Volunteering at the Henry Street Settlement or rolling bandages for Bosnian refugees. And the face this woman makes is just, she has been hit by acid. She does the thing where, like, as she's walking away, she, like, leans in towards him. Like, I'm going away. I can't be bothered to talk to you anymore. But I am going to just say this one last thing. She's got to have the last word. And those last words are... I am. I'm having my eggs harvested. Yeah, Jillian is basically threatening to steal all of Joe's inheritance by having all of Daddy Fox's children. Yeah, it's like, in case Matthew dies from the plague or something, I'm going to create more heirs. I'm just going What to... is the point? She's just saying that I'm going to have as many kids with your father as I can so that they will take as much of the Fox, you know, wealth as possible. Do you think it's... Do you think... Jillian birthed Matthew? Like, why does she need her eggs harvested unless to give the eggs to someone else? I think it's because you're wrong about how old she is. Ah. I think she's getting up there and she wants to make sure that she can continue to have Fox children well into her 80s. She wants to lock it down. Got yeah, it. Got, got it. it. Uh, so this disturbs Joe, but he uh, he plays it off fairly coolly as Nanny Maureen and Jillian... Uh, disappear he turns back to the kids and says another wonderful line are you ready to go out on the boat to which the kids say no because these kids are so uh, their lifestyle is lavish what the fuck is a boat ride on a saturday yeah also like we learn later that uh daddy fox has an even bigger boat so like why would they want to go out on joe's shitty little yacht yeah this is small peanuts so joe's got to be flexible we don't see this happen but it seems there is a change of plans and we 
move into what has got to be for me one of those quintessential like feel-good 90 sequences and it is a fall festival so there is some sort of fall festival happening on the streets of new york you know some street has been closed down there are all sorts of cute little games there's ring toss there's the thing where you like throw uh, a a ping pong ball into a goldfish bowl and you get that goldfish. There's bobbing for apples, there's snack places, and all the while in the background we've got... For those of you who can't tell, that's Rockin' Robin. She rocks from the treetops all day long, rock... What are the words? Hopping and a bopping. Hopping and a bopping and a singing a song. Yeah, yeah. It's a total tonal shift from our last... I mean... Really, on song three, no one could predict what is next on this soundtrack. We have the puppy song. Mm -hmm. Then we've got Dreams by the Cranberries. Mm -hmm. A little cooler, maybe uh, pandering to younger members of the audience, these liberal nutjobs. And then we've got Rockin' Robin, Mm -hmm. which is, I don't know when it was written, but it feels very like 50s, 60s. Yep. I think the song came out in the 60s and then was popularized by the Jackson 5 in the 70s, but I could be completely wrong. I mean, who do you think, we need to look up who curated the soundtrack, because again, it's a roller coaster. I think it was probably Nora and Harry Nilsson together. You think Harry Nilsson was involved in the the curation? I think that he and Nora are best friends. And Delia. I think that they're a little, little trio. And they just hang out together in New York cafes as they write movies. And he says, oh, you know, it'd be a great song to put there. It's not one of mine, but I love it. Rock and Robin. And they say, you know what? We are old enough. We agree with you. <laughs> They're like Peter, Fred, and Philippa from, do you know who that is? No. <laughs> In re-listening to our podcast, I'm kind of um, humiliated by how often we talk about Lord of the Rings. That's the, the writing oh, and directing yeah. Uh, threesome yeah, of the exactly. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that sort of, that sort of relationship happening here. And they pick... Oldies? They, yeah, they pick one person to be like the standout, the speaker for all of them. It's Nora. It's Peter Jackson. I don't know if we can say Peter Jackson, Philippa, and Fran had as good. Well, you know what? Gollum's song is a bit of a bop. This is our headcanon. We can make up whatever <laughs> we want about it. <laughs> Let's get back to the fair because this is a scene that's going to definitely bleed into the next minute. But again, we see Tom Hanks playing Joe Fox, really leaning into this fun brother-uncle-nephew role. Yeah. Just making the kids have a good time. Like, they're having a blast. Once again, we watched an interview with the child actors, now all grown up, where they are reflecting on this movie. And the guy who played Matthew, he's like, yeah, I was just a kid. And, like, we went to that fall fair. And to me, that was just, like, a real thing. It was super fun. I mean, I knew I was acting, but, like... No, no, he said he didn't know when he was acting. He's like, I didn't he, even know when the cameras were rolling. Yeah, he didn't know when the cameras were rolling. Yeah, and he's like, even when we weren't shooting, Tom Hanks just let me ride around on his shoulders the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, we just went from game to game playing, and I just pretended he was my dad or something, and, and like, we just had a great time. And he he's like, Tom Hanks never sort of broke character. He was just always that guy. He's just a pro at making people feel comfortable, especially kids. Yeah, and it, and it really shows in this scene, they are all interacting together like a, an American family. And it's the most charming thing in the world. I will point out that this minute ends 
on something that you and I are disagreeing on. <laughs> so we watched the subtitles, and unfortunately, the subtitles are just the lyrics to Rockin' Robin. Uh, it does say people are chattering in the background. In parentheses, it says chattering. But, so Annabelle is throwing rings onto milk bottles in a ring toss game. She misses, and I swear to God, Tom Hanks says, Oh, you suck. Try again. <laughs> and then hands, you stink. Yeah, it was, Oh, you stink. Try again. And then he hands her another ring. I've listened to it like four times. I, if he's not saying you stink, I don't know what he's saying. I'm not convinced, listeners. He's definitely saying, Aw, something, something, try again. It could be you missed, but it just sounds like you stink. And it's so funny to me, the idea that he's like... Heckling this child. Yeah, he's hazing this eight-year-old, which is what I would have done, you know? Well, it works because as the minute closes out, Annabelle makes the ring toss. Uh, We did notice a bit of a goof, a guffaw. The ring that she throws changes colors in between cuts. So we start with a red ring and Eli noticed very observantly. It turns into a green ring. Random observation of crap in the background. That's my thing, baby. There we go. So that is uh, the f- that is kind of where we end the minute, and uh, we will pick back up at the fall festival, kind of towards the end of the fall festival scene, uh, when next we join you all here on You've Got a Minute. Until next time. Until next time. Thank, thank you. you. A little harmonizing there, unintentional. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Interesting.